Welcome to the Expat Podcast, the place to learn all the secrets that'll make your life abroad more rewarding. And now your host, Bill Angelos. Hey everybody, uh, I'm going to do a little bit different show today. Normally what I do is I interview an expat and we discuss their life abroad and their tips and their tricks for having the best experience. Today, however, I have with me Ardanis Halimi, a citizen of Kosovo who's going to talk with me about the genocide in Kosovo 20 years ago. Ardanis, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So most of my audience is Americans or Europeans, and they don't actually know what happened in Kosovo 20 years ago. Many of them won't even know that there was a war to begin with. So can you explain what happened before the war? What caused Macedonia, Bosnia, Croatia all to leave Yugoslavia? In 89, I'll start, I'll start with like a history. Uh, in 89, Kosovo had uh, his government, like part of government, uh, and uh, they removed, the Serbian removed this government. They took out our autonomy. Uh, in that time, Serbia started to uh, have its own president, own government, and uh, all, the, all the nation, I mean Macedonia, Bosnia, Croatia, start to leave the Yugoslavia, part of Yugoslavia. So did the, the Serbs do the same thing in these other countries too, where they took the autonomy away, they took the, the local government out? The the other countries they have a republic. They was like a own country, uh, independent country from Yugoslavia, from uh, Serbia. But uh, we was under the Serbia, uh, Kosovo and uh, another Vojvodina called one part. Okay, so that last uh, place you said Vojvodina that that is a uh, is a place that that uh, became part of Serbia later. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, they, uh, they, there was living uh, Serbs, so for them they didn't have any problems to be part of uh, Serbia. And uh, the first uh, state who lived, who left the Yugoslavia, it's Croatian, which uh, they had a really a bad war there. A lot of people killed, and uh, after that, Slovenia. Bosnia, in Bosnia, everybody knows that there is a many genocide or a lot of lot of uh, people die there, except the Macedonia, which is, he left the Yugoslavia without war. Then after that, problem get to the Kosovo. In Croatia and Bosnia, they abuse the people. They abuse the his all the human rights and. Uh, they started hearing Kosovo same in '89 when they removed the autonomy. Uh, they took, uh, they put it out of our schools. The people who worked in the factories, our Albanian people, everybody is removed. It. They they don't have any more jobs. The removed all police officer, which they was Albanian, and they brought the Serbian police from Serbia, special units, people who never were, never saw here around. Uh, the military was uh, in, a, let's say, it in war condition all the time. The police had uh, long weapons. 
everything was something different from 89. If you had to guess why this all happened, why do you think that the Serbs would do this to their own countrymen? I don't know how to guess about this. They uh, tried to have everything for his own country. I mean, only for Serbs, not to split the good invention to the other countries. So they tried to have a better life for just for himself. So you're saying that the Serbs did this just to have all the good things for themselves, and they 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 took everything away, all the power, all the jobs, uh, everything else from everyone who's not Serbian, correct? That's correct, especially in Kosovo, that happened. Now, after uh, all these other countries split off, Macedonia, Croatia, Bosnia, Slovenia, after they all left, what changed in Kosovo? What happened next? We had uh, one small political government. They was always cooperate with United States, with uh, European unions, and uh, they tried to have a peaceful deal with Serbia to get back our autonomy, to have our gov- that small government which we had. But Serbia didn't allow, they didn't accept. They always called us a terrorist, which a young boy cannot be a terrorist. And uh, after that, the people start doing a protest. But every time when we had a protest, we tried to have a peaceful protest. But there was a massive police officers, which they beat us, which they uh, done a lot of terrible things to us. There was a village, maybe there is a, still a monument on that village, when the Serbia attacked the family who had terrible massacre to all that family. They killed everybody in that family. So they started like a war, a small war, in part where it's an ethnical Albanian people. So this was the actual start of the, the actual genocide then, right? Exactly, that started. When the Serbs done that, uh, a small group of uh, Kosovo Liberation Army, they start fighting against the police and the soldiers of Serbian. In that time, the Serbs started doing much more massacres, which uh, even the OST came here to keep the situation under control, but they couldn't do that. In uh, Rechak, it's a very big massacre again, which uh, I cannot remember exactly the name. I know just the Walker, the last name of the guy who was sent from the United States. He saw that massacre. He saw the the people who was dead in that time and uh, he sent, let's say, a letter or he sent the news what he saw there. And then they figure out that there is the Serbians doing ethnical cleaning to Albanians. Have the Serbs ever said why they did this at the time? Why they treated people this way? Why they killed so many ethnic Albanians? No, they never said. They never, they just protect himself. They said they are terrorists. They have a group of terrorists. They never recognized our Kosovo Liberation Army. Always we was a terrorist for them. 
and after the KLA was formed and they started fighting against the Serbs, how long did this happen before the actual war started in March? Let's say it, it's a year, but they have a peaceful time, which OSC made it. Made it from Kosovo Liberation Army. They never broke this uh, agree which they have with OST. Always they, uh, the Serbian police, destroy this agreement. And like I said, after killing Rechak, immediately Mr. Walker uh, respond to the United States and uh, Great Brittany. So then they took the former steps for uh, bombing Yugoslavia. And for everyone who doesn't know, what exactly is OST? OST is a organization from uh, Europe. So, uh, they are gathering the people all over Europe, even United States, and they are now they send it for uh, in Iraq or whatever for monitoring the situation which they have a problem. Like in Iraq, it's now uh, for uh, for the nuclear things. But here they was monitoring for uh, who was who was killing the people or uh, doing the genocide or is really Kosovo, Kosovo Liberation Army a terrorist? Okay, so let's talk about March uh, 1999 when the war actually started. Can you tell us what actually happened and what what you were doing during this time? In, before before that, our life it was miserable. I was selling the cigarettes. I had a very hard life. We cannot survive. In March, I remember very good. Uh, it was the uh, last warning for uh, for Serbia to remove his troops from Kosovo, or the NATO will take action on him. They never took those things seriously, and uh, always trying to protect himself, calling us terrorists. He's uh, fighting against a group of terrorists. And in March 22, I have an uncle in Macedonia. He's asking from me and my brother to go in Macedonia because he's he, he just thinking that this time European Union's NATO will be seriously to the Serbia. We didn't believe on that. The people, Albanian people didn't believe on that because they had many, many times uh, who gave him, let's say it, last warning, but never happened nothing. In March 22, me and my brother went to Tetovo, which is in Macedonia, the city of Macedonia, through Serbia. We passed the border from Kosovo to Serbia with a bus which, thanks God, we didn't have any problems like uh, the other people had, and we went to Macedonia. It was very good, remember, it was Wednesday, 24th March, in 99, when I saw in the news that they start bombing uh, in the Serbia, Serbia military bases. The feeling of that time, oh God, somebody is watching for us, somebody is doing something for Albanian people. Somebody take care of us. That was a feeling that was happening in that time. During the war, our ears was all the time checking the news. How many people we had dead from uh, Serbian troops. Refugees always coming to the Macedonia, which is the only safe part of, uh, for Albanian people, even in Albania. 
I remember very good. Every week, me and my uncle going to the camps, which the NATO NATO pact made it in uh, Macedonia. I remember very good when every week we went to see is there any of our member, our family members. Sometimes we was disappointed. Sometimes we was happy because we just heard any news from them. Uh, I saw the neighbor, which I took any information from him that he saw my part of family who is living in Kosovo in Jilan. And once the bombing actually started, was there an escalation of the Serbs uh, in their attacks on the, the people of Kosovo? Or what happened during this time? During this time, it, it was uh, very, very bad for the people who was uh, living in, in that moment in Kosovo. They start killing civilian people. They start raped the girls. Some vigil, villages they destroyed totally. It's something which you don't want to heard about that. Something which uh, even you don't want to mention on that. The all forces of Yugos of Serbia they are they was in Kosovo, tanks, everything, except which they couldn't use a helicopter or something like that because the NATO was ready to respond on that. They removing every citizen. They make groups to the citizens. And they said, go to Albania, go to Macedonia. This is not your place. This is, I heard from the people who get put it on the train, put it in uh, trucks or whatever. And they just move from his own houses or land. They did a miserable things. They took kids, they kill kids. They rape pregnant women. They raped I can uh, I can I get emotional now during uh, talking my mind was you know in the news hey this this happened in that time 10 people died they did a massacre in uh, Jakovo they did a massacre in the villages which I cannot remember uh, they killed all males in the village, which uh, I cannot remember the name of that village. But still, in that village, they are only the girls, I mean, the women. There is uh, just few male in that village. After uh, approximately three three months of this, they the, the Serbians signed a, a treaty with the NATO forces to stop the aggression. I remember very good, in 15 March... In my city, the U.S. troops, United States troops, when they arrived in my city, the people was flying from happiness because they knew that they are now safe. They knew they will not have any more aggressor in our city. They knew that somebody came to help them. There will not be any more kills without any reason. They are free, free like birds. So you went in just the span of a, a few short months, you went from Serbian police officers killing Kosovo citizens in the street to being liberated by the NATO forces, the uh, American military. 
And you said you spent most of your time during the war in Macedonia with your uncle. How were things for your for your parents, your mother and your father, who stayed in Kosovo during this time? They was talking like uh, they they didn't move from his house from our home at all. Thanks God, they had uh, some supplies to feed them for himself. I, I, I remember that the, they were saying that the, near of my house, the police made a station because there was a factory. But now I remember that the kids, my friends, talking. My, my, my street was very, very busy with a car, with vehicles, which they took it from Albanian people and just brought it there. Good quality of cars. And they just brought it there and they never know who is the owner or the owner is alive for them it was just all the time sitting and waiting for the who will come to them maybe kill them or just tell them to leave the house before we started recording you you told me that you were 18 when this happened you were uh, just finished school when this all happened in fact they they told you you're done with school congratulations get out of here because it was uh it was a bad time to be there in march and so they, they cut school out early you went to Macedonia with your brother, who is a few years older than you, but he didn't stick around in Macedonia. What uh, what did he do during this time? Like I said before, in, it was Wednesday when they uh, in the news showed that the uh, NATO, NATO uh, bomb, start bombing uh, Yugoslavia, yeah, exactly, Serbia. My brother can ha- cannot handle staying in, uh, in uh, Macedonia. And uh, immediately he said to me that he will go to join the Kosovo Liberation Army. He was feeling our, our country need that, they need to, somebody to make a, maybe protecting the people in Kosovo, which they are unprotected. Even the NATO tried to protect us, but he was doing only from the air, not from the ground. And uh, immediately in the morning, he went to the bus station. I was with him, and I remember very good because he knew it that I don't have a money. And he said to me, "Hey, if you want to join with me, go buy a ticket and come with me." He knew it very good that I didn't have that, and I start a little bit crying. I was happy for him, but I was sad for myself, which I couldn't join because I, I was thinking that 18 years old, it's enough to be a KLA's soldier. My brother went to Albania, he joined to the troops, but I stuck in Macedonia, which I still thinking maybe is not, is, it was not my faith to join the Kosovo Liberation Army. I, I, I remember very good that uh, once I find some I, I found some people they are sending the people to Kosovo Liberation Army voluntary wanted to join them. I tried to have a contact with them in one cafe bar in Tetovo. They start they asking me how many members are in your family. I told him that the, my mom and my dad is in in Kosovo in the war zone in Jilan. And uh, okay, they asked me about how many kids we are. I told them that my brother is in war in the uh, Kosovo Liberation Army. He just joined. And they said, if you are the only kid, you must stay here. We are not allowed you to join us. So 
one of family should stay alive. They was mentioned that all the time. And they didn't give me a chance to join the Kosovo Liberation Army. Kosovo has a, a very close family ties. So as the, the, the parents get older, usually the children will, will continue to live with them uh, throughout their old age. Retirement homes, senior housing is not really a thing. Usually one of the sons will take care of the, the parents. Uh, and this is the reason why they wouldn't take you. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, we have a tradition. The young boy should take care about the parents. Even they uh, have a retirement. When they get old, one of the kids should take care about the, his parents, mom and dad. After the, the treaty was signed with between the Serbs and NATO, how are things between the Serb people who lived in Kosovo and the actual ethnic Albanians of Kosovo? How was the relationship between them? The relationship between the Serbs and Albanians after the war, that was not so good, really bad. The Serbians couldn't accept the K-4 soldiers, I mean the NATO in the Kosovo. They couldn't accept that the police left. They couldn't accept that the soldier of Serbia left from Kosovo. Even for Albania, we was uh, free. We was uh, waiting for NATO, for United States soldier with the flowers. We we was screaming on them. We was waving with hands to the soldier every time when we saw them. We screaming on them, NATO, NATO, welcome. I remember one case, one uh, action when uh, I just went from Macedonia in my home. I saw my brother there. He just arrived from uh, Kosovo Liberation Army. He was still in uniform, in Kosovo Liberation Army uniform. And uh, when I arrived, I was on shock. I gave him a hug to my brother. I gave him a hug to my mom and dad. And they immediately show my neighbors, Serbian neighbors, and because they saw my brother in, in a uniform, and they asked for my brother what we should do now. My brother, my brother's answer was, whatever I done, I done for my country, I done from Kosovo. Now there is somebody else who can take care about the things here. There is NATO in our country, so they are taking the rules in uh, their hands. For me, we, you was my neighbors. I hope you, your hands are clean and we will never have a problem with that. He said, I'll remove this uniform from today. I will never wear it, except if it's needed. The relation with the Serbs wasn't so good. I will tell another case which one of my neighbor from the third floor, he just take his machine gun and start shooting at people, shooting his neighbor. But thanks to NATO, I mean United States soldiers, and uh, they take the action and they protect us. And I don't want to say it in that way. They killed, this, they killed that Serb because he didn't want to live in Kosovo without Serbian rule and he didn't want to give up. He didn't want to put the gun away from him. So for sure they killed him. I'm going to say one name and I want you to react to that name and just tell me what you think. Bill Clinton. 
Even you see my face is changed. I'm smiling. Bill Clinton, our hysterical president, is not only United States president, it's a even Kosovo president. He is our God. We can never ever forget his good things to do for Kosovo. He saved two million people living in Kosovo. He stopped the genocide there. He stopped raping. He stopped killing Albanians without any reason. He gave us a chance to educate ourselves. He gave us a chance to have our own language. He gave us a, a hope for our life. Bill Clinton, our big man. Now at the time of this recording, it's uh, June. It's uh, been just over 20 years since the Serb forces have left Kosovo since the, the treaty. Has life improved? And when what lasting effects or problems still remain from the war from 20 years ago? Effects from the war. We still have uh, some people who is missing. We don't know about them. Effects from a war. Come on. We had more than 10,000 people die in that war. We go in sometimes, remember them, going by the grave and watch the grave who people died in that war. We still have the ladies who never talk about his rape. They still don't have a courage to talk about that. A lot of things can remember the war. It's massacres which is which happened during the war, which is in every every village. And uh, like I said before, there is a village who is now is creating with men's because there is only a woman's in that village. There is effects from a war. Uh, has the life improved? Yes, uh, the life is improved because uh, now when I'm walking through the city, there is no police officers said to me or stopping me to sell the cigarettes. Thanks God that now I have a better job, which I couldn't have in Serbia. In some parts, many parts, yes, the life is improved. Except we have a small problem with government, our government, which we, I think they will be fixed. Before before 20 years, I was selling the cigarettes. I was trying to keep my family from me. My daddy didn't work, couldn't find a job. Even if he find a job, the Serbian will beat him. Uh, Serbian police will, will beat him. He couldn't take any money from the Serbian state. My brother, same, he was trying to study. If the, the Serbian knew that he's studying, he will have a lot of problems. Now everybody is free. You can go to your own school, you can go to study. Uh, that's a very good improved. Our life, it's, it's much more better. We have our own police. We, are, we have our own Kosovo, Kosovo army, which they have a cooperation with K4 soldiers. And that's improved, yes. I can go whenever I want, nobody will beat me. I can live my life in the way which I wanted to live, without any afraid that somebody, I mean some police officer, will come and knock to my door and take my brother or me or my father and beat him or kill him. It's nice to look at your face when you when you were saying that, just because you had uh, just a smile the, when you were talking, and it just I could feel how you were feeling when you were saying that, and it's it's just nice to 
see that, to, to see happiness about what has come from this, where you are today. Now, I know kids today in Kosovo don't really understand what happened at all, and few, if any, even think about it. What do you want them and the rest of the world who, who don't even know what happened, what do you want them to know about what happened 20 years ago? Even my kids, even the rest of the world, I want to just to remind the people, soldiers, lost the life for the day which they are living now, for day which they have his own freedom. They can teach in their own schools. I always uh, talking to my kids that there there was a war. I'm not learning them to hate Serbs like a national nationality. I'm learning them that there was a war between the Serbian and Kosovo. There was uh, some political Serbs which they are trying to clean all Albanians without any reason. Sometimes they ask me a really unexpected question. Sometimes they are happy, but they never can understand how it was before 20 years and how it's now. For people of the rest of the world, I just can say this, that for especially the NATO, who took the action against the Serbia, that we are thankful to them, and they then can never, ever, ever forget Any Albanian will not forget what they done for Kosovo, what they done for two million peoples in Kosovo. Kosovo just formed a military recently. You have NATO forces still here protecting the country. In February, just celebrated the 11th anniversary of your nation. What do the people of Kosovo want now for the future? People of Kosovo, always they we want to we want to have a fair government. They want to they want to be a part of Europe. They want to build freedom. They because a lot of our family members they are living in Germany, Switzerland, uh, France, all over Europe. They want to go to visit them and not waiting for uh, near the embassy for maybe a year just to have a visa to go to visit the part of, uh, let's say, my brother or who is our part of family in uh, Switzerland. We want a freedom. We want to join the European Union. We want a better job because still we cannot figure uh, the things in good condition. We don't want any more war. It's enough for war. Peace is our only hope. Well, Ardanis, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. I hope maybe we can have you back on the show again and we can talk about life in Kosovo now, how it is for people, how it is for the expats, as there are now uh, a lot of people from NATO, a lot of international people, diplomats. The new embassy, American embassy, is going to be opening soon, and I think that's going to bring uh, a little bit more international people with it. Uh, so, again, hopefully we can have you on the show again, maybe uh, in another couple months, and we can talk about uh, a, a more uh, happier podcast, a happier episode of, of Kosovo, life in Kosovo. Thank you, and from you that I had a chance maybe to tell just a few things for our lives 20 years ago and now. Thank you very much. Thank you, USA. Thank you, NATO. 
Thanks for listening to the Expat Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave a review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to visit us at the-expat.com. <laughs>